A technological achievement, the first movie of its kind that's drier than an iPhone in a cup of rice. We're talking Tron on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and get roped into complex office politics. Um, my guest today on the, uh, you know what, I, like I've been saying, and I keep forgetting to check what I've been saying the previous weeks, but it's Pride Month, so we're having we're having gay people on. Why not? What? And, uh, <laughs> but, so my guest today... Uh, I think you were one of the first um, people that I met and became friends with when I started off doing improv in Philly. Oh, that's I nice. I want to say, because I think you were still teaching at the improv theater and uh-huh. you were doing just a lot of like behind the scenes stuff. Uh-huh. So I'm sure you were just kind of like around. Yeah. So hello, that old friend. Describes me perfectly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just kind of, he wouldn't leave. <laughs> He's just around. Uh, but he is uh, an improv coach in Philadelphia and mm-hmm. he also has... Uh, a company, Information Coaching and Communication, uh, and he has a really cool business card. It's Rob yeah. Andraggio. Hi, everybody. Hello, Rob. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. It, uh, yeah, we were talking off mic. I had a very late night, and uh, <laughs> uh, like I, I've been unemployed for two weeks now, and like when this airs, thank you, when this airs, I'll be starting my new job, and like, woo, I have just lost track of of like what day it is, like any yeah, responsibilities. You fall into that hole of yeah. And it I I'm losing it. Like I I just remembered that it's not Saturday. But you're getting in touch with like life writ large. Because you're not in the nine to five rat race anymore. I get, so it's but like, I mean, well, you know, because you're waking we, <laughs> up when you want, you're smelling the air, you're picking yeah. flowers, you know. But you also remember I commiserated with you. We were actually having a meeting when I had like the worst day at my previous job. Mm-hmm. And that was I not a that. nine to five thing. That was just like a, uh oh, I'm in trouble again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just constantly being punished for things beyond your control. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, you know what? I didn't get spanked, and that's good. Yeah, well, well uh, no, that's another. I'm podcast. not going to make jokes, but yeah. that's weird. Uh, I mean, he doesn't listen to this. That would be. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so, so uh, today we are talking about uh, Tron. Tron, so, yeah, and this is this is the original. Yes, uh, yeah, we'll talk about legacy a little bit yeah. later. But I mean, it. This is what I love about doing this podcast. Sometimes it's I just am forced to watch movies that I just never got the opportunity to see that just completely passed by me. So tell me a little bit about your history with Tron. Tron. Uh, for, well, for those who do not know, I was born in 75, right before the uh, bicentennial of America. Thank you very much. And <laughs> Tron came out in 82, I believe. So yes. that was like my formidable years as a, as a young gay man. And uh, Tron, I remember fondly because I not only saw it in the theater, but it would come on... Every like every so often on the, the ABC Saturday Night Movie, they would have like Tron, and it would be this big build up, and I'd be like, yes, yeah. And I wouldn't, I would never leave in front of the television. So I have fond memories of that movie just through like the haze of being a child and like watching, having this favorite movie, and also because it was so ahead of its time because it looked oh, like yeah. nothing else that had come out before. Okay, so th- this is good because I do have a. Question. Am I leading in? Am I doing a lead in right yeah, now? Yeah, this is yes, good. because um, so many times we've watched different movies on this podcast, like where the technology was obviously like, just like right on point or was like state of the art, 
And I mean, Tron, I watched it this morning and it, 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 it looks... still looks like nothing. Yeah. Like even the, even the new, newer one didn't really capture the, it had this weird, I don't know if it's because it wasn't like crisp, like digital movie. Cause it still had that kind of, when you watch older movies, they have that kind of haze of old film, you know what I mean? Well, this, this was filmed, um, the, the. Tron portions itself when they're in their computer it was filmed on like like black and white like really old film mm-hmm. and then they manually uh colored and digitized and did all the stuff to every single frame yeah and it like the one thing I will say is that it does have this nice charm of like I was watching it and just seeing characters just kind of standing somewhere but they're just kind of like jumping around a little it's, bit because uh, yeah like the you know the computer sucks yeah at that point <laughs> Well, I thought that they, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that they had two, I am wrong, yes, (laughs) let's just get that out of the way right now. Uh, They had two, they had the black and white film with everybody on it, but then they had another film that had the the light and the color on it, and they like matched them, they tried to match them up, but it had to be at a specific speed, so it all looked smooth, but there was a miscommunication. I, so that's where you get the, the flickering lights and like the, the that is little right. bit of jumpiness is because yeah, there, it didn't match up. Well, I was reading up and, because, uh, you know, to do an effect like that, even today, it's, you know, it takes a lot of work and stuff. And mm-hmm. apparently the production people, they like really like mounted and like drilled down the camera. Like, they said that if it was hit by a bus, the camera wouldn't have moved. Like, they were, for a movie of this kind for the first time ever, they were like, okay, we need to lock shit down. It's got to right. be perfect. Lock it down. And it wasn't. Because yeah. um, <laughs> it's it's just very startling to watch the movie and be like, because, you know, the, the parts that are in the real world look, you know, like a classic like 80s an early movie. 80s. Yeah. Oh, God, the hair. The hair, uh, even though, you know, Jeff Bridges... Uh, Jeff Bridges, tasty snack. Oh my God! May I say, national treasure, Jeff mm-hmm. Bridges, so good. <laughs> and he like takes off his shirt. and He's like, "You got into the CPU?" Or something? like, he still has I, that I, dumb. I, voice. I would climb into your CPU yeah. anytime, uh, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> good thing this isn't a show for kids. Uh, <laughs> the rest of this episode, we're just talking about what we would do to young Jeff Bridges um, or older Jeff Bridges. Um, yes. Although, like, I've hooked up with guys that have like big straggly beards and i'm like this is not fun yeah not the beard so much as just like the, the confidence and the swagger. confidence the swagger the the lived in like i've seen some shit yeah kinda. wait yeah. this this is a very important question would you would you hook up with lebowski <laughs> Man, that's a the tough question, question that everybody. This is Pride Month, so we're gonna ask. I would which Jeff Bridges. I have would. no shame. I would just because he seems like he would be fun to hang out with, and that means a lot to me. Like, yeah, yeah, attractive, not attractive, whatever. But if you're like funny and you're cool to hang out with, yeah, I'll take my shirt. I mean, off. pro uh, bowling dates. That's yes. fun. Yeah, I. I would love to go. I was texting somebody on Hinge, and he was saying that. I'm he, sorry, what is this? Hinge. I'm, it, I'm out of the dating loop. Um, know. so it's it's the dating app that's built to be deleted. Like that's just their marketing. Isn't that where getting political for five seconds? In the, sure. Isn't that where Pete Buttigieg met, uh, met his husband? Is that true? I think so. I think what? I heard that. Okay. Hot, great. hot political goss. Cool. You I'll, heard g- it I'll here. give them. I'll give them. Five you heard it stars here secondhand on the app from, store. Yeah. That I am not sure about that, but it's just like it's. You know what? I'll show you while I'm talking about it. Well, okay. 
But it's just like... Uh, Why are you creating me a profile? I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's already set up. Don't worry about it. But so it's just message. like the profile is just... There's more information and you have to... Oh, it looks like Instagram. Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like Instagram with OkCupid. Okay it's just kind of like you, you have to like a specific part and you have to send a little message. So it's a lot more... Oh, intentional. you can't just swipe or like something. You exactly. Have to put some effort into it. Yeah, which so like I've been getting more higher quality conversations. So I don't know how this relates. Oh yeah, I was talking to somebody on Hinge, and he was saying that he was going mini golfing, and I was just like insanely jealous because you know there's I, it's yeah. it's so easy just to do dates where it's like oh we'll grab dinner or we'll grab drinks or something or see a movie, but I mean like going bowling or mini golfing or. Like, axe throwing is big right now. Yeah. I wouldn't do... I don't think I want to do that. I would... Well, I mean, especially with somebody you just met, you don't want to be chucking around axes. <laughs> We're going... Other. First date, escape room. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. also complicated. I haven't had to date for... Or, like, find a date for 18 years now, so... It's totally... I, I If I... God forbid, if I was single again, I would... I would be lost. I would have to ask everybody for help. Yeah, it's, you know, if, I mean, I hope you don't break up, but if you do, <laughs> uh, I will be your guide. Oh, thank you. To the, to the young gay scene. Thank you. I, that I'm not even a part of. The people like, do you want to hook up? And I'm like, uh, I'm not really comfortable with that. No, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> but anyway, back to Jeff Bridges. Okay, and, uh, oh, that's uh, where we, yes. Yeah. Big Lebowski. <laughs> I, yes, I would hook up with a Big Lebowski. So here's my reason, my one reason why I wouldn't say no. Okay. He drinks a lot of, like, milk-based drinks. And, like, and I feel like that would be kind of gross. Like, he's bloated in general. It does. <laughs> milk does bloat you, and it may, it, it's a it's a crapshoot with your breath. Yes, it's a crapshoot with your breath, and also, like, that little film that's sometimes on your tongue if Ooh, you, like, yeah. drank a lot. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, so no, you know, I'm still, I'll still do it. But, you know, Tron, Jeff Bridges, Tron, Jeff Bridges, in the computer or out of... I'd hook up with a CPU. Oh, actually. Um, absolutely. Or what do, what do I call... There's a hard drive joke in there somewhere. Um, but... Yeah. Uh, fatherboard, am I right? Uh, <laughs> 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 Wait, hold on. What is... What are they called? Like, because you know, there's the user, which is, like, real world, and then uh-huh. what... I want to call them, like, avatars, but that's not right. No, I think they're just called programs, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. Because I don't there's... think they had the the fancy terminology we do today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll just call them programs. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 from what I remember, they're just called programs. Yeah. I think... I just watched it and I already forgot. <laughs> just how memorable Well, I mean, is. that when Tron first came out, it was a flop. It didn't do very well. Yeah. And, and they... that it turned off Disney from making live action movies for a while. Which sucks, because... And yes, it is a Disney movie, which is... Yeah, but also controversial because they didn't really use a lot of their in-house animators because all the animators were scared that CGI was going to take over their jobs. And uh Uh uh-oh, look what happened. (laughs) I was singing Moana last night. Oops. Um, And the Academy actually wouldn't give... Wouldn't consider the movie for a visual effects uh, award because they considered CGI cheating. Yeah. You got to my first IMDb fact. I'll see. I'm prepared. You were very prepared. You're doing great, Ralph. (laughs) Don't ever doubt yourself. I was very nervous before this. Like it's very, it's very fun. Like this is definitely a time capsule for the '80s and kind of early animation because I mean now, like it's such a novel. If I saw a hand drawn animation 
animated movie this year, I'd be like, oh, wow, what's happening yeah. right now? I know we're not, it's off subject, but Go for it. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm about to finish watching uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, yeah. On ne- uh, Netflix. I've watched can one episode. Yeah, um, okay. we're not a, we already <laughs> we said we at the beginning of every right. episode. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Uh, it's an anthology series, if anybody remembers uh, Liquid Television from MTV way back in the day. It was the same thing. It was like, <laughs> just made a face. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's the same thing where the, the little episodes didn't have anything to do with each other, but it was all animation in some way. Mm-hmm. And they tried, it was all about trying new things and telling new stories through animation. So Love, Death, and Robots is the same thing. It's amazing. Yeah, I just watched the one about the yogurt that became sentient. Yes. So Cause uh, all of them are so cause, good. Because I've heard that some of them are like very dark and kind of intense. The first one is super dark and intense. And it just it just gets crazier from there. It's yeah, because so it's like produced by David Fincher, and I'm I'm all in love on David. Fincher. I'm all in on the Finch. <laughs> oh, I love David Finch. All of his stuff is so good. Yep, Mindhunter season two finally coming out soon. And don't get me started about Alien three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any I've, of those. I've so. gotten into huge fights and debates with people about that, but positive that's or negative? That's for another. Uh, usually negative. Okay. Well, not from my end, but that's a whole other. Everybody else is like that's a no, whole Ralph. other podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're gonna start a new podcast called Aliens with a Z. Aliens. Um, <laughs> uh, also, uh, you know, we're three weeks into Pride Month, and this is the first movie that's had a weird coded homophobic joke. Has it really? Yeah. Are um, we three weeks into Pride? No, it's June seventh. We're like, but uh, a we're week recording these in advance. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wink, wink. So, wink, wink. We um, are three weeks. Yeah. So, you know, I, I labyrinth or not labyrinth. Uh, uh, Jumanji and the Lion Before Time don't have that many j- gay jokes. But like ten minutes in, um, well, what's the coded gay joke? I missed it. It was so, so coded. I missed it. It was. <laughs> you were so closeted when you saw this movie. I was. Um. So it was when uh, Sark uh, <laughs> was talking to Crom. I had to look both of these names up because they mean nothing to me. And this is in the CPU. Yeah, this is okay. at the very beginning when the accountant guy is like, I'm an accountant. I don't play games. I'm just here for my user or whatever. And the guy, uh, what's his name already? Sark calls him. The big him, bad baddie, right? Yeah, Sark calls him an accounting cream puff. Isn't that a... <laughs> that it, is a... That's like the 80s where that was like an easy way yeah, to be like, you flamboyant. Cream, cream puff, twinkle toes, light in the loafers, all that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really coded. It was just silly and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, no one's using cream puff on, like, not, like, a, a wimpy, flamboyant uh, beta male. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, I take offense as uh, gluten intolerant to the word cream puff because I can't have one. Oh, fine. Um, you... So I'm more offended in that regard than I... <laughs> what would be a more... Ex- What's a gluten-free cream puff for you? <laughs> oh, God. I haven't found a good one yet, so... Aww. Had a lot of bad ones. Let, uh, just, you, you, matzah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other word. <clears throat> um, also, so, like, the big evil company in this movie is Encom, and I kept thinking that they were saying Enron. And Enron, I, yeah. Is, because I guess Enron existed at this time, but, I mean, you know, they were an oil company, it, not necessarily yeah. in... Well, I mean, movies always take their uh cue their their inspiration for 
evil corporations from real life and they just thinly veil it like it's enrom <laughs> instead of enron well i mean in mr robot they just call it e-corp and they have like the enron logo oh yeah they it, don't even try to hide well because i think oh, you know enron has been closed for like 10 years at this point yeah, i think more than that i think yeah yeah and everything has been solved in politics as a result yeah right we're, yeah <laughs> yeah we're in a post-politics world now yeah Thanks, Vice. Uh, Vice saved us. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, but it, it's so funny because the sets for N N not Enron for Encom are uh, beautiful. Like they're really nice looking, mm-hmm. and they're like cool. And then yeah, it, the CGI it's so ugly. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, at that point, I'm sure. What is it? Has it been thirty years since Tron? Just came about. Out? I mean, I'm sure in 30 years we'll look back at The Secret Life of Pets and be like, look at that crap. Well, I mean, some of the movies that we have visited, I mean, we've talked about the Shrek movies, and those do not look good at all. Yeah. Even the first Toy Story. Oh, the first Toy Story, Sid's Teeth, I I still remember. The dog, it just looks, yeah. 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 Well, I, God, why am I not talking? (laughs) It's been a long night, I I told you. Um, Because I... Remember The Incredibles, like that was the first Disney uh, Pixar movie that was about humans. And I remember that was a big deal that they, they didn't look terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, and it, it gets better. I'd like the cat from Toy Story 4 that hasn't come out yet. Like I remember reading articles about how mind blowing the cat was in the movie because it was like you see all the hair and oh, it looks yeah. well, real. Well, and... that was the whole thing with Brave, too, is they were like. Oh, like Merida's hair. We spent, we made a new program just for hair. Yeah. And I do not remember Brave at all. And now bringing it back to Tron, can you imagine if if you talk to the program whose job it was just to take care of Merida's hair and Brave? (laughs) Well, hold on. I need to look up the, the, because the power that they had for the computer that did the visual effects for Tron, it had two megabytes of memory and 330 megabytes of storage. That's like one of my AirPods <laughs> that I put in my Like ear. here, I'm going to look up on my uh like my laptop right now. My laptop has 8 gigabytes of memory and 250 gigabytes of storage. So That's mind-blowing. And, and I mean put it in perspective, we went to the moon, yep, on a technology that would power a toaster. That's right. Pretty yeah, much. like I like we could go to the moon with the technology that I think the even the first iPhone had. Yeah, which I still don't understand exactly what that means because it you know it's not really comparable because the first iPhone was just like bad. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but the, that also brings up a weird <coughs> point, uh, just a weird throwaway yes. line that um, Alan he was talking to Dillinger about like computers and stuff, and he was like. I, f- I balance my checkbook with an abacus. And I, that was just stupid in my head. Yeah, nobody Yeah, nobody uses an abacus besides when you're in kindergarten and you're learning what an abacus is. <laughs> and you're like, did you know that in Maya times, this is what they use? And we're like, cool, we have a calculator. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, once the world collapses, we will be using abacai again. Is it abacai or abacuses? Um, I would say abacai because this, the, you know, the plural... Octopus is octopi, and the plural of Prius is officially Prii. Is it octopi or is it octopuses? Because I've heard octopi. Different. Really? Yeah. 
Look, right. I've been in first grade more recently okay. than you have. Oh, we won't, man. We won't say how recently, but let's offensive. just say you've been with your partner this for... This offensive. Uh, Don't even finish. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, more Moving on. Um, <laughs> you know what? This also has the very iconic uh, dialogue, end of line. Yeah, Which I forgot was end a thing. Line. And then when MCU says it for the first time, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That MC, the that's the big thing in the in the end, right? Not you know, spoiler yeah. alert for thirty year old hashtag spoiler alert. Uh, the face on that thing gave me nightmares because it just looked. And so... again, now it's like MS Paint. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like, I've it's so funny. I've seen Tron parodied so many times before seeing Tron, so I'm just mm-hmm. looking at it being like, yeah, I already knew that. My goal, I usually come up with pretty good Halloween costumes, but my goal. One year is to have a fully functional Tron costume. That's a good... I mean, that viral video from 2005 where that, like, uh, software engineer was like, so I made my own Tron costume, Mm -hmm. and uh, I throw Frisbees. You know, it's really easy if you just have a soldering gun and a knowledge of how internal electronics (laughs) work. But, you know, Tron Legacy came out, so I think they have... Some jumpsuit, like you could just you could just buy one of those white buy, morph suits, uh, yeah, just, Zentai suit, and like just put all the stuff on it. Yeah, I remember when Tron Legacy came out, they had they had like a uh, those laser disc things as mm. frisbees, mm-hmm. and I was the coolest kid at summer camp. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and people are like, "What is this in reference to?" And I'm like, "Don't worry about it. Don't it was... just just catch it." Because also, I don't think Tron Legacy did that well either. I don't know oh wait no it did really well it it had a budget of 170 million and made 400 million oh well done well done you know what they made a tv show um called tron something Uh, (laughs) (laughs) tron colon something (laughs) wow ross is ross is a a, uh uh research well while you're while you're uprising oh tron uprising starring elijah wood oh um Sorry, I'm I'm a I'm I like Elijah Wood, but also apparently in 2017, Tron Three had not been scrapped, and Disney is looking into rebooting the franchise with Jared Leto playing a new character. <sighs> Are you not a Jared Leto? No, fan? I'm not Neither a Jared Leto fan. I'm not a I'm not a early Jared Leto. Leto... <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Because early Jared Leto is cool, because, you know, Requiem for My a Dream is great. My so-called life, Jared Leto. My so-called life, Jared Leto is also that's, great. That's a deep cut way yeah, back in the day. Uh, and, you know, even, uh, Amer- uh, what's it called? Uh, American Psycho, Jared Leto is great, but then he's like, I'm an artist. And once he did Mr. Nobody, and he's like, I'm just doing cool stuff. And we're all like, shut up. Yeah, whatever. Um, whatever. No one likes your Joker. Ugh, so terrible. Um... And also from yes. back in the day, which I think is uh, speaks to a ton of things that were happening that are happening now and back then. The video game for Tron did a lot better than the actual movie. That's right. For so Tron. so Tron technically did, um, you know, it recouped his budget. It, it uh, just about doubled the budget at the box office. So it okay. was successful, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's just you know when something like this comes out. People just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Even though Roger Deeper loved it. Yeah. And uh, I would... I grew up in the country, uh, like two hours north of here. And we, like, really close to the border with Jersey. And the town right over the river, or Delaware, was Frenchtown. And they had a roller rink. 
And so that was the place we all would go to go roller skating. Oh, that's cool. Dating myself. Um, and they had an arcade, <laughs> and in the arcade in the roller rink was a Tron thing, and it looked so cool. Like so the was joystick the Tron game. Was it basically just the light like, bike game? It was no. It was it was light, the light bike game. It was the uh, the the ball the ball toss one oh. where you like were standing on the discs. It okay. was the disc toss thing. It was like all of the games you see in Tron. That's really cool. Were in the in the arcade game, and I would go and you couldn't play unless you had your roller skates on so i would go we would pay to get in i would put on my roller skates and then i would just go to the arcades and play the game you know what that's another that's another like date thing that doesn't happen as much like going to a roller rink or an arcade like Mm -hmm. if somebody proposed like hey do you want to go with me to a roller rink i I would would, say yes i'd say yes like i i've i haven't gone roller skating in two years or so which still seems recent. Yeah, <laughs> which, that is recent. But like, <clears throat> I'm, you know, it's it's like weirdly fun. It's terrifying, and your feet hurt a lot. Yeah. Um. But you know, like I learned that you got to do the blades, and you can't do the ones where it's like four four wheels in a square, because those are like real hard. Apparently. What's well, that's all we had back in the day was wow. yeah. So you, you, I actually you lived in a world before rollerblades. Yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah. Right. Tell us more, Grandpa. I saw somebody. Uh, like on my block, like coming home from work, and they were coming home in rollerblades. Yeah, that yeah. boggles my mind. Cause yeah. I, cause I, I know that people like scooters are back as like a mode of transportation, scooters which back. seems only slightly faster than walking. I want to get one of those one wheel things. It's just the one big wheel. A and unicycle? You, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I called Penny Farthings, and it's one giant wheel you sit oh. on top of. <laughs> no, uh, the the one the wheel. From your child. <laughs> yes. Oh man, you don't oh. get it. Uh, no, it's one motorized wheel, and it's like a skateboard, but it has one huge wheel in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want one of those because they look cool, and I've seen people tooling around the city on them, and I get jealous. I get very jealous, but at the same time, I like, you know, I, I kind of give them a little, like, what do you think you're doing? But at the same time, I'm like, I wish I had your gall. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you're cool? And then I start crying uncontrollably. <laughs> it's like an all, it's like an 80s movie where it's like, what makes you think you can do this? Yeah. This is, we're in the CPU. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's a good point because would, would Tron be kind of a spiritual, uh, predecessor of the matrix hmm. in, a, in a way maybe not because uh, i know the matrix is based on other stories like i think in terms of visual effects like it paved the way for it so like john john lasseter famously um you know say what you will about him uh, at this point in history but oh, yeah. um tron like really affected him as a kid and he's said on record that like if there wasn't Tron, there wouldn't be Toy Story. Yeah. And I'm sure that in a similar way, the Wachowskis just saw the idea of like, oh, this is what, this is a thing that we can do visually in movies that supposedly you couldn't do. Not just visually, but the story of like, oh, we can go into a computer? There's things in the computer? Yeah. And you know what I mean? I will say also, I gotta stop saying, I will say. I, I gotta just You are start, saying. I gotta just start just making, say saying it. sentences. Yeah. Um, I will say, <laughs> like, uh, this could have been a lot worse in terms of, like, showing computers, you know? Because I feel like so many movies in the mid-80s, early 90s, if they showed anybody that was, like, great at computers, they were, like, 
hackers and they were just super annoying like uh-huh. sure i am i'm coming in the back door like you guys left it wide open and all that stupid <laughs> stuff where they're like like two people are on yeah. the same keyboard at once which makes no sense no sense whatsoever and like they seemed one thing that kind of bored me at the beginning of the movie but i do appreciate it, it's like <clears throat> they were being relatively realistic with it because this was written by people that were super into computers and the guy that wrote it um or worked on it um steven lisberger mm-hmm. um he wanted to kind of bridge the gap between like computers and video games and not make them a niche thing but just kind of a very you know a down-to-earth thing that everybody is familiar with mm-hmm. and i think it did a relatively good job i mean obviously this type of computer doesn't really exist anymore with like you know an apple II that's like right and you're you, nobody really talks to their computer being like come on computer run this program <clears throat> but but now we do talk to our computers oh with we, like siri and alexa and i never use siri i, I well we have a, a, a home pod so and it controls oh. all of our lights so well, that makes and the sense, front door, though. so we're like, That's "Oh, lock cool. the front door." Hey Siri, turn on the lights. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> love, you go. I love all the little sassy okays that all. And I always say, "Hey Siri, thank you very much." And I also like, thank welcome. Siri. Yeah, because I read an article about how about just like how it's it's weird that most digital assistants are like uh, have like female voices. <clears throat> And mine we just has kind a of male voice. Just because, oh, yeah. I have a, I have a, I made mine Australian because, oh, of course, we found. Okay, I'll send you a message. Uh, <laughs> message. But yeah, I, you guys, you need to have your manners when you're talking to because Apple's listening. Assistants. Yeah, I mean, we all know Amazon's listening constantly. They're like, we don't store it. And it's like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You constantly do. You liar. But that brings up another point that I was thinking about. Sure. Uh, tr- it related to our Tron talk with people in the system. I, when I was little, and I'm sure other people did this too, but when I watched television, I always thought the people were performing just for me. Mm-hmm. And if I changed the channel, they would get mad because nobody was watching <laughs> oh. anymore. <laughs> So I used to get so guilty when I changed the channel because I'm like, no, they're not doing anything. And they're just sitting around waiting for me to come back. That's beautiful. Isn't that I love- beautiful? I, I, I don't know how much I really believe this, but I like to, <clears throat> when I was little, I like to imagine, like we would put in a cassette in, um, in the car. And uh, I would like to imagine that the, uh, the singers were like, playing they were like s- sitting on the cassette tape and playing and then Aww. they were then they popped up in the back seat oh uh but uh then i outgrew that yeah <laughs> um now we know better yeah i did also a weird thing that i used to do is i would watch like arthur and magic school bus and stuff and i remember pausing the tape and i had like one of those really old like zenith tvs that like if you touched it you could like feel the static. Yes, which I I, those. I do miss like wiping the screen of static and like shocking my brother. Oh yeah, uh, that was fun. But I yeah. remember like the static. I could put a piece of paper on the screen; it would cling, and I would uh, trace uh, the cartoons. Oh, I never did that before. So hey, if any of you have a really old <laughs> Zenith TV, yeah, I had an old TV like a uh, 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 CRT TV with the the tubes in them. Yeah, not the not a not a. Um, not the ones we have now, the flat screens. Uh, I had a really 
a powerful magnet my dad brought home for me one day and I would rub it all on and it would like fuck with the screen it would make all these cool designs and stuff it ruined the screen yeah. of the television but it still looked really cool I think it's cool that like we're technology is so advanced now but magnets can still fuck things magnets up magnets fuck everything up yep I love it maybe we can get to a point where that isn't the case nope because I don't want to live in a world where magnets don't make a difference. That's why we'll never have a, a robot uprising, because we can just hold a big magnet. Is that... Does Is that, that check, still... Does that check I don't out? know if that checks out. Well, uh, I yeah, don't know if magnets, magnets still affect technology that way. Oh, because you know what? A lot of... Because it's... A lot of devices now, it's like... It's one piece, so it's yeah. not like a bunch of moving parts. It's like just one yeah. solid so thing. It, so maybe magnets not. wouldn't make. I mean, they would still. You they're still metal, and they still, still would be water. attracted to. We got yeah. water. We can we can go swimming, and they can't. <laughs> Take that, Siri. That you know, Russia. If you're listening, if you can create a robot that can swim, you've you've taken over the world. But you know what? I watched Chernobyl, and you couldn't figure out nuclear reactors that were safe. Um, so yeah, I still have to watch Chernobyl. Everybody it's says very it's really good. good. Um, there's only like two parts that like I really looked away. But honestly, like the gore, like the human gore, wasn't that bad. But there is like a whole subplot of an episode where people have to just go shoot dogs. Oh, so like look away during those parts. Oh yeah, no, I can't watch that. It's episode four, so you have plenty of warning. Maybe I'll skip over episode four. Oh, yeah, no, I episode can't. Four is great. I can't deal with uh, people being mean to animals. Yeah. But humans, fine. Humans, fine. Humans, because humans can be like, hey, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that hurts. Why are you hurting me? Ouch. Ouch. But dogs and animals are just kind of like, yeah. oh, man. like I trusted you. We're recording this in the aftermath of the Fairlife scandal. and uh, Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I did yeah. not watch that video. I'm not going to. And, of course, all these vegans on my on Facebook are like, but it's everything is like that. And I'm like, eh. I saw an advertisement for, I think it was the ASPCA or something, Sarah McLaughlin. She yeah. always ruins everything. Where it was a dog. It was like, and it was a print ad. It wasn't like a moving thing. Uh, there was a dog sitting on the side of the road at night and it's raining and there you can see tail lights pulling away. Oh. And it says, what? <laughs> tail lights get it? <laughs> oh, and it says, what did I ever do to deserve this? And oh. I was, I, I immediately started bawling. Oh yeah, like once, at least once a year, I'll donate to the SPCA because I'll be like, okay, yeah. it's been a while and you got me. Yeah. But like my family's only ever had rescue dogs. So that's, I'm part, Aww, that's, that's good. we're doing, we're doing, doing part, your part. Of our part. Yeah. And uh, if you're, if you're out there and you buy an animal from a shelter, good. Good. Yeah. 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 Even, actually, even most pet shops at this point, they don't have like breeded animals. They're for the most part, they're like satellite locations of shelters. Like in Philly, yeah. um, ACCT, which is one of my favorite organizations, um, they have a bunch of like satellite pet smarts that they are just like, oh, we have a couple animals <clears> there, <throat> so we can reach people in the suburbs. I have a friend that works at uh, Morris Animal Refuge. Oh, yeah. I could. I, doing I the would, Lord's work. I'd love to work there, but it would just break my heart every single day. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, there's a pet shop by my apartment and I walk <clears> by and there are two, uh, rescue dogs in there and I, I made eye contact with one of them and I don't make eye contact. I know that's how they get you. Well, the thing is I, I want to go in and play with them, but I feel, I, I don't know if pet shops are like, we really don't like people just coming in to play with them. Like we want people to adopt them. Right. But at the same time, you know, they're, they're animals. They need a, you got to kick the tires before you make a purchase. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're looking at my apartment. I'm not going to have a dog in here. Right. Um, I'm surprised you have people in here. (laughs) Hey now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Look, we're doing our best. You're, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be better. I can at tell you're trying. I I dusted uh, the other week because I was sneezing so. You dusted much. the other week. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to. Okay. Shut Should up. Be, okay. You know what? This episode's over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, also weird part of this movie that I just remembered by looking at my notes. Um, like, so Flynn, Tron, and Ram, I think, whatever. Um, (laughs) there's Clue, because Clue is Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I think, but I think everybody thinks that Jeff Bridges is Clue, but he's Flynn, right? Because the, because MCU manually puts him in the system, it's not... Or is it like an Avatar thing where he's like, oh my god, I'm in Clue's body. Oh, you know what? Cause that is w- that a plot hole? Cause <laughs> the one plot hole in Tron. <laughs> we found it 30 years <laughs> later. Uh, no, uh, Flynn is, is Jeff Bridges in real life, in the yes. real world. And then Tron is a program that he created in the system. And then there's the woman. Is, is she Ram? No, the woman. The woman is Yori. Yori. Ram is a, a different program. <laughs> and then Clue is what I thought Jeff Bridges's name. Jeff Bridges' name was in the system. But you're yeah. right; they transported him. Yes. Yeah, so I'm looking at the Wikipedia. So maybe it's so not. Flynn, maybe in the system. So Flynn was beamed into <clears throat> beamed into the Encom. <laughs> I like beamed <laughs> mainframe. Uh, and Clue, we see Clue at the beginning. When they're when Clue and Flynn are talking to each other, and Flynn's like, "What do you mean you can't get the program working?" And Clue's like, "I'm trying, man." Um, so it's but it's the same person. It they are they the, both Jeff, be, Jeff Bridges because the people that build the programs, their likeness is, trans, is trans, transmitted. Right. So Flynn goes into the Encom mainframe, but I think people assume that he's Clue because Clue was created by Flynn. Right. This is great, but also Clue becomes like the main one of the main antagonists in Tron Legacy, which might be what you're thinking of. Yes. Which, oh, that face. Oh, if if you didn't see Tron Legacy, they digitized. They digitized. Young- they made a younger Jeff Bridges, and it's it's the uncanny I, valley. I will say it could have looked a lot worse. It could have looked a lot better too. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and honestly, it looks pretty good. Like, I think when it started talking. That's when it looked weird. Um, but couldn't they have, or did they, did they just create that out of whole cloth or did they have Jeff Bridges do the acting and then de-age him? It was completely computer generated. All right. That's the problem. Yeah. Because if you're watching like who hasn't seen Captain Marvel, you I know, haven't. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's a younger, I'm not spoiling Samuel anything. Jackson. There's another younger Samuel Jackson and it looks good. Because they had the actor act it, and then they de-aged them, mm-hmm. and that looks better. Well, I think he did. He did motion capture, I think. But this is also 2010, so motion capture was still kind of new, or like, mocap, like we call it in the biz. In the biz, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we want to, you know, for the layman out there. I'm sure. Oh my god! Sure. At my old job, I would have like writers write articles, and they would use the term like layman or layperson. I'm like, that sounds so condescending, yeah, and don't I don't do know that. if you realize how condescending. Yeah. it is. So I just deleted it. Um, Great. Because this was also 2010 for Tron Legacy. That was right around the time of um, Robert Zemeckis's uh, uh, Polar Express. Which looked terrible. Oh, that's Everybody so, so scary. Yeah, um, that's a nightmare. So you know, it looks better. I watched the trailer for Tron Legacy before you came, uh, and it looked good. It's it's almost startling how insanely different Tron Legacy looks inside this, like inside uh, the computer than 
old Tron. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, obviously they if they have more mm. technology, they're going to use that. But they... they it's just, very Blade Runner in there now. Yeah, it's like Blade Runner <laughs> and Matrixy. Like, they yeah. very much are... If the Blade Runner and Matrix had a baby and fought for custody over it, yeah. and Disney won, it would be Tron Legacy. And so I, I did see Tron Legacy before I saw Tron... And I remembered not really understanding anything that was happening. But at the same time, the regular Tron is the same thing. Yeah, and I think you can see Tron Legacy without seeing Tron and still... I mean, it's Disney, so they kind of explain it for you. Yeah, and... You're not going to be missing anything if you watch them out of order. I'm trying to figure out who... Because the guy that plays Flynn's son, Sam, Mm. Garrett Hudland, I don't know where I know him from. Oh, Uh, he was in Mudbound. Also seen in My Dreams. Okay, sir. <laughs> oh, wait, no, we just spent like five minutes yeah. just being like, ooh, I'm going to fuck Jeff. Yeah, right? <laughs> Don't quash my dreams. Uh, Yeah, okay, fair enough. Also, he was in Inside Lewin Davis, and that's good. Yeah, I like it. He's got some bona fides. Yeah, he's, he's, <clears throat> is, is, is that a term? Yeah. Huh, cool. Um <laughs> So having seen both Tron and Tron Legacy, yes. did, do you remember feeling weird about Tron Legacy? Like, did you think it made sense? Of like, yeah, this is a sequel for Tron. This for works. me, it was it was not an egregious a an attack on my childhood as other movies have been, like other reboots or, or uh, sequels of other things that I remember from my childhood. Yeah. It had just the right amount of nostalgia for me. Like, it, it had the, the tanks in there and, like, all the, the light cycles and all the, like, stuff we remember, mm-hmm. but updated. So we were like, oh, yeah, of course technology updated, so it would <laughs> look like this, and it was cool. Um, oh, yeah, because I guess this, even though, like, Flynn in, the, in Tron Legacy disappears in the late 80s, I guess it makes sense that, like, the, you know, the computers would... St- yeah, like, we're going into modern-day computers, yeah. not 80s. That's right. I completely right. forgot that that was the entire plot. Yeah. Uh, oops. Uh, <laughs> I, I did find it weird. I mean, I'm I'm splitting logical hairs at this point. Yeah, but, go for it. Uh, I find it weird that they could pull Nova, I think her name was, out of the, the mainframe and, like, make her a real person. Yes. Spoiler or alert. Cora. Cora. Uh, I'm confusing uh, Planet of the Apes with Tron. That's um, okay. Um, yeah, I, f- I found that a little bit weird. I mean, but then like a, a person, a, real person went in. Of course, why can't you just bring yeah. something in? I get that. But, but it, that's like a weird thing that happens every so often that like just a f- like an, a computer thing will come into the real world and just kind of exist and be like, what is human thing or whatever? And they just what have to protect. I, I like, I have another example on the tip of my tongue of that, but it's, I cannot do it. Uh, the, the example that springs to mind for me is Star Trek, the next generation. Let me put my retainer in, uh, <laughs> where the, the, uh, holodeck would inevitably malfunction in some, at some point, And the holograms would come out into the real world and like wreak havoc. That's, there that's was crazy. one specific one where they had, Oh my god! I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna go into the weeds for two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Bear with your, me. Your, your eyes are rolling. In the back of your <laughs> I'm channeling. I'm channeling a spirit now. Um, the one episode where Data would go into the holodeck as um, not James Bond, uh, Sherlock Holmes, and Sherlock Holmes 
enemy is Moriarty. And yeah. so, and since it's data and he's a fucking Android, he wanted to make it. So he asked the computer to make, make it show, make it show, <laughs> make it engage, uh, make a, make a Moriarty that it would be tough for him to beat. And so the computer did, and it ended up that this one had sentience, left the holodeck, and took over the Enterprise. It was a whole big kerfuffle. Everybody was like, data! And they had to clean up his mess again. Yeah, You know what? I mean, I guess close comparison would be, like, HAL in 2001. Or just any kind of sentient... Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, ...like, creature that's just like, I've... I've, Uploaded all of human history into my consciousness. You know what, Janet from the Good Place. Oh yeah, I think that's a prime example. But she's more of a benevolent because she's not a robot. We all know I'm not a robot. Um, but that uh, th- there's also there's that uh, nine tier tile thing about like neutral good and neutral evil, yes. like all that stuff. Like she's more of a benevolent, like good kind she's of. She's a god. Yeah, she's a she's a goddamn god. Um, uh, and and to Hal's uh, in Hal's defense, there were like wasn't the the monolith kind of had a thumb on the scale through uh, that whole movie? God, well, in terms cause of it, like because it's like it's because like Hal a, realized stuff that the humans didn't. Yeah, kind of thing. but it's like a thing that like when humans or any creature interacts with it, it like speeds up evolution or something like that. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I watched it once years ago and was like, "Okay, I saw it. I don't have to see it again." Yeah. Um, good for you, Kubrick. <laughs> um, also, one IMDb fact that I forgot to mention Please. about Tron: Please. Um, Jeff Bridges produced too much of a bulge in the crotch area in his computer <laughs> outfit, so he was forced to wear a dance belt. Oh gosh! I wish I remembered that when we were talking about fucking Jeff Bridges. We all have that problem. I'm wearing a dance belt right now. Just my dick is too big my for the computer, so man. God, um, also- <laughs> it's using too much RAM to render my dick into this <laughs> RAM. RAM. Am I right? I'm only doing the do. I can't do a regular. Uh, I think we all default to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'll try to do the RIPD Jeff Bridges. <laughs> You're I'm... dead, mate. Oh, it's still, it's the same guy. Yeah, no, it's the same Whatever. character the whole time. Um, Ralph, do you have any final thoughts on Final Tron? thoughts? It's been that long? Yeah. My gosh. Uh, I could talk for hours. I could but, talk for hours. Uh, but we're going insane. <laughs> yes, we are slowly driving each other insane. Um, my computer is moving, or my, uh, uh, Room is getting very hot. It is. It's like a sauna in here. I've lost ten pounds. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, all from my RAM. <laughs> Am I right, buddy? Uh, final thoughts about Tron? Yeah. Like, oh, a, what's something gosh. that we that we haven't brought up that uh, that you feel you need to bring up, if anything? Um, there's a hidden Mickey in Tron. Yes, there. I co- I was looking for it and I did not see. It. Uh, we're not, we're not going to tell anybody where it is. You're Let's just going to have to find it. It's after <laughs> it's 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 over an hour into the movie. Okay, that's good. I, I that's only know where need. it is on the Blu-ray release because that's what I saw online. That's all I, they need. I don't know which one I watched. Um, I and I want more. I don't know. Is there is there any way to push the boundaries of film now? Like I kind of. Sometimes I feel like a jaded moviegoer, like, yeah, Tron was so ahead of its time and it looked so great. I don't think we're ever going to see movies like that again. I think think now we're seeing more, like, production things more than design. Because, I mean, computers, we can do so much. And, you know, like we were saying earlier, Pixar is just kind of like, oh, we wouldn't work on this for our next movie. But I think now it's more 
different feats like how boyhood they were like oh we filmed that movie over 12 years for like a month at oh, a time yeah. or like birdman how they filmed these crazy long takes or the artist how it was a silent movie in 2011 or whatever yeah. i think we're starting to fall back on those kind of things because people are kind of sick with how sleek movies look like i yeah. i kind of didn't get into a lot of like marvel stuff because i was like yeah, it all kind of is the same. Like, Doctor Strange, I could not watch because I was like, this is all wild. Like, it looks cool, but it's n- like nothing's happening for these people. Like, they're just like, uh, like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in his weird Doctor Strange voice. He's like, I'm just standing on a green screen. <laughs> he literally said that in the movie, too. He's like, yeah. I'm, I'm just doing this for the paycheck. Oh, also, one thing I forgot to mention about Tron Legacy. Um, fucking kick-ass soundtrack because it's by, it was all by Daft Punk. Oh, yeah. So, like, honestly, if I'm doing just busy work and I just need something in the background, I will put on the Tron Legacy yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, I'll agree with that. good. Yeah. I, I'll do that and I, I've been putting on the Tomorrowland music loop that they had in the park. It's like an hour long on YouTube. I started watching Tomorrowland and I I didn't finish. I I, I have watched... not watched the movie. No. Oh, okay. I'm talking yeah. about just like the mu- music that they play outside in Tomorrowland. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing. Soundtracks used to be so. I'm I sound like an old man. No, now, but soundtracks used to right. be so good. Like there was a time in my life where all I bought were soundtracks because they were so amazing. And it was like you get this compilation of songs that sounded great together, and it, you didn't have to look everywhere. And it was like here's this great playlist for you yeah awesome like yeah. zach braff we need more zach braff movies just for the soundtrack yeah honestly he should just make mixtapes like i he doesn't need to make movies does anybody um, make mixtapes anymore um is that how we show uh, affection now it's spotify playlist um but yeah so that so ralph now we're at the point of the show where we have to <laughs> Uh, rate it. So on a scale of 0 to 5, you can be as minute oh. with your numbers as possible. I'll start off with you because uh, I like to write down my number beforehand just because I don't want to be swayed and influenced by what my guest says. So um, what, what, would you, what would you give Tron? I would give Tron a 3.14191, like the whole pie. Uh, the that, whole, that's a, however, that's very appropriate because it's appropriate because it's a, a computer movie and it's all about uh, numbers and and that kind of stuff. And I think a pie rating is appropriate. Yeah, I th- I agree with that. I'm pretty much right with you. I gave it a two point eight two because it came out in 1982, oh. and I, I was like, I don't think I can give this movie over three. Um, <laughs> like it was fun and cool, but it, like live action Disney movies are so weird because they like yeah. you know I mean they've been making them for decades but still they like don't know how to pace them at all it's just no yeah and this like the beginning the first 15 minutes are so boring because they because they have to like explain what computers are to the audience because yeah. it's 1982 right yeah and uh, uh, it's it's wild <laughs> yeah it's like how george lucas writes for his female characters in his movies it's like Perfectly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh actually that's another weird connection because thx whatever that george lucas movie um that was also an influence on tron and they were originally going to have it be like super white in the background and stuff but it was too expensive to have all those lights so they just went with all black instead okay but uh, crunching the numbers, we are giving Tron a score of 2.980795. Wow. Which puts it um, 
just a few hundredths above the Sandlot and a little bit below James and the Giant Peach. Oh, James and the Giant Peach. Which, I don't know if I agree with that ranking, to be honest, but you know what? There are like (laughs) nearly a hundred movies on this list at this point, so I guess... Uh, the computer doesn't lie. I guess that's where is it in the rat? Where is Tron in the whole like from one to a hundred? Where is it? Uh, I don't have that. Oh, uh, but uh, you're not that prepared. So uh, we have I have 75 movies on our list, and Tron is 27. Okay, still in the top 30. Yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah. So it's a uh, oh, it's it's a little bit below uh, the Boss Baby. Oh, really? Yeah, sorry. Ugh, I Honestly, like, I, I should have given it a higher there score. Were, I was charmed by the boss baby a little bit, <laughs> looking at my rankings for it. Um, uh, but but thank you, Ralph, thank, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having today. me. Today, um, this was enjoyable. Great, I'm glad. So, is is there anything that you would like to plug at this time? Remember, this comes out uh, on the 17th. Uh, I would uh, like to tell everybody that, um, along with being a performer and a creative coach, I am also a life coach uh so if you have a huge uh shift in your life and you need someone to support you hold you accountable and have really good conversations with uh you can find me on the interwebs informationcoaching.com i'm also on uh facebook and instagram and twitter and linkedin so find me yes i am you, findable. you have helped me when i was when i started interviewing for new jobs I kept texting you in a panic, being like, what does this mean? And you're like, calm down, yeah. it's fine. Um, I'm so good at it. I'm really were, good at you it. You are good. So definitely, uh, I didn't, but pay Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know what, I'll t- we'll, go, uh, we'll go get tacos again sometime All right. uh, when and I have my paying. new job. Yeah, well, I said I would I would uh, try to figure out how I can incorporate your, your work into my job for an event at some oh, point. Oh, yes, please. So, um... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I actually have two shows uh, coming up this week. On the 19th, uh, I will be at the Philly Improv Theater at 7.30 with uh, Time Bandits, uh, where we will be doing an hour-long improv show. Uh, and then on Friday the 21st, uh, my improv team, Xylobone, will be at the Old Academy Players Theater in East Falls, Philadelphia. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, oh, that's at 8 p.m. Uh, so if you're in that area, uh, definitely swing on by. And uh, uh, I think the East Falls show has a raffle to win tickets to the Marvel exhibit at Philadelphia's Franklin Institute. I already saw it. It's amazing. Great. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently my friend worked on something that's in that. So I, I need to go at some point. Oh, well. um, and as always, please rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps us with um, rankings and all. And you can follow us uh, all over. Um, but that is all for today. We will hear you next week. And because it's Pride Pride Month, let's end it a little bit gayer. So um, go, go, Gadget. Uh, end show. Um, Henny, Queen, uh, Just Us Girl. I don't know. Wow. I, I've already run out there, of gay things to say. Yeah. How would you, how would you end it then if uh, you want to make it a little bit gay? Oh my God. How would I gaily end a show? <laughs> okay. I, I got it. Um, end of line, bitch. Oh yeah. I like that. <laughs> okay. So end of line, all... Felicia. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, there it is. There, there it goes. is. Yeah, okay. That is over today. We will hear you next week and end of line, Felicia. Felicia. <laughs>